This episode of Cognitive Dissonance is brought to you by our patrons. You fucking rock. Tom and Cecil, Cecil and Tom, the children Tribble. I'm listening to 231. You just went ahead and used we're listing all of these states that an international listener should just totally avoid. Dude, you completely left out New Jersey. And as somebody from Buffalo, New York currently, I take great umbrage at this. And I'll tell you why. I grew up, for the first part of my life, down in the New York City area. I could smell across the water to New Jersey. I now live outside of Buffalo, New York. It is gorgeous out here. Do you know what the best part of it is out here? Not only do we have Niagara Falls, which is absolutely glorious and amazing to go and visit, but right from here is just a couple of dollars across the bridge to Canada to get the hell away from the United States. Yeah, they want to go to Canada anyway. Take care, guys. Have fun. Hey, dudes. This is Elvis. Not singing this time. I remember Cecil once said that the sound bites you play before a news piece were supposed to be a segue, like related to the piece that follows. On a recent podcast, you played one of my madrigal glory holes we have heard on that. And thank you from the bottom of my heart for the exposure. Uh, after hearing my lovely singing, you did a piece about fucking women who were totally disinterested. I'm presuming that was related. Now my wife is wondering how you knew that was a description of the last, like, 600 times we had taken advantage of connubial privilege. I hope it was just a lucky guess. Later, dudes. advise that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. Recording from Glory Hole Studios in Chicago, this is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode, we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome mat. This is episode 232, but we're actually working on the welcome mat. We are working on the welcome mat. We may have a welcome mat. I feel like we're closer. Let's not jump the gun, Tom. Here's why I think we're closer, Cecil. Because earlier today, we we got an email this week from somebody that I think can help us make the welcome mats at a reasonable price. And I took the task on (laughs) of contacting this person. And I am going to spearhead... The Welcome Mat Project. So, guys, if you want a welcome mat for next Christmas, there's a possibility that they'll be around. You notice you're the one laughing, right? You're the one laughing. Because Because I I know the truth, Tom. That's why. I move at the speed of a particularly aggressive glacier, my friend. And we are getting this. You move at the speed of like a turtle fucking a croc. Like that's, and not like an actual like crocodile, like a shoe, like the shoe, like the actual yeah. shoe. Look, it is. We are recording this. It is June tenth. I vow to have this done. Mark your calendars, folks. No later than May second. 
I feel like that's an attainable goal. I can do this. Oh. It's it's gonna happen. And here's We're what's gonna, gonna happen, this. folks. Tom's gonna start it, and then I'm gonna have to finish it. So, I great, Tom, Thank you for taking the initiative. This is me clapping. Nozzle. I'm gonna put right now on the air. I'm actually gonna put a note in my calendar. Oh, good. Yeah, that'll make right it official. To that's the. <laughs> to do it because this way Cecil this is how you know it's going to happen on there we go yeah, no, and that's it good, says yeah. welcome Matt right and I think if it goes in a calendar no, that's it, the first step to getting to something happen. done it has to happen right yeah. it's like G.I. Joe right it's like knowing is half the battle calendaring is half the battle <laughs> it's halfway done I've actually done 50% of it at this point I feel like you should give me like some praise for this yeah I'm going to give you some praise all right <laughs> I'm waiting for my praise. Yeah, no, keep waiting. <laughs> keep yeah, waiting, right? Keep waiting. Now, the concern, obviously, is if this isn't, isn't bottled up in San Francisco, this kind of nonsense, then it's going to be spreading across the entire fruited plain, and you're going to be going to your Burger King in Des Moines, Iowa, and you're going to have a rainbow-colored wrapper for your Whopper. So this first story comes from thinkprogress.org. 44,500 people, including two presidential candidates, Vow to defy the Supreme Court on marriage equality. What does that mean? It doesn't mean anything. What does it mean? <laughs> defy <laughs> it. Mean like anything. I don't know what that means. I don't know. What they're it's not going awesome. to like. Like the Supreme Court isn't mandating everyone gets a gay marriage. Right. I guess they're just going to not be nice about it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like we're going to defy this. Like, we're all right. Be, well, that doesn't mean we're going to be stuff. a little perturbed about that. Yeah, that's may, awesome, man. I may that's... stomp my foot. <laughs> Great. Yeah, so it's like like point one percent of the population is going to get fucking worked up. Like, all right, well, the other ninety nine point nine percent of us don't give a fuck. Yeah, no <laughs> kidding. Awesome. Nobody else cares except no. for these people who've signed this thing. And it's and the thing that they signed is this open letter to the Supreme Court justices that has this silhouette of a man and a woman, and it says. We ask you not to force us to choose between the state and the laws of God. And like, do they do the, you know what they should do is they should actually get petitions together and put these signs up at like Red Lobster where they're like, don't make us choose between <laughs> cheddar biscuits and the laws of God. Because right? they fucking serve shellfish there. I know. What but, the fuck? They just it's the picking and choosing, like fucking putting the sign up at fucking Lululemon because they sell poly cotton blends. Yeah, but you know, I I saw that, and my first thought was like, nobody's asking you to make a choice. You don't. You literally have to do nothing. Yeah. If two gay dudes are getting married down the street, you're not making a choice. You're not in fucking involved. You're not invited. You're not part of the transaction. What is the choice that you made where you were like, oh, man, the state made me choose gay marriage over God? Like what what possible conceivable scenario? Well, it's like it's like they think that when you get married from now on, it's going to be like a fucking Pepsi blind taste test challenge. <laughs> you can be like, oh, fuck it. I hope I don't pick the dude because I'm right? a hetero. That's going to suck. Can I can I have door number three, Monty? Oh, I got the goat. This sucks worse. <laughs> We've replaced his normal sex partner with a man. <laughs> you know, let's see if he notices. At least, at least, if you get the man, you have two incomes. If you get the goat, what do you get? 
<laughs> you don't even get a second income. Yeah, but it'll mow your lawn. Yeah. You know? It's true. I mean, look at the fucking bright side yeah, for once, goddammit. And, God and Dude, you could eat your partner. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you just keep getting goats. <laughs> you know, they were talking, you know, we, we've talked about this before. They're like, well, I'm, I'm prepared to go to jail. Just what are you going to go to jail for? Or, or the guys who've said, like, I'm prepared to die. <laughs> hey, no, what are you going to what are you, you going to die? Dude, keep fucking prepping, you oh, weird doomsday awesome. prepper nut. Like, that's great. <laughs> it's, I would love to watch. I would love to watch, Cecil, the doomsday prepper show. Because the best part of that show, I love that fucking show. The best part of that fucking lunatic asylum show. <laughs> where it's like they build their own crazy house. It's terrific. Yeah, no, yeah. So the best part of that show is the You realize you have a fucking room in your basement that's uh, I don't like a talk prepper about room. Uh, I don't want to talk it's about like my a, prepper it's tendencies. It's like your own little safe murder room. <laughs> Your panic room. <laughs> if my wife would let me, I would turn this into a panic room because I think they're neat. Oh, like I think gosh. prepper rooms. Like this is a total aside, but I think prepper rooms are ridiculous by nature. But I also think they're like grown up fucking tree houses. Yeah, they're like forts. They're like right. a fucking couch fort. It's that's exactly what it is. <laughs> it's awesome. And instead of being filled with fucking Nerf guns, they're filled with actual guns. <laughs> Because I got money and I can buy shit. Right, yeah. And instead of like the cookies and milk your mom gave you to sit in the fucking, like the sofa fort, instead right. it's actual MREs or something. Right, it's like K rations yeah, and fucking exactly. hopelessness. Yeah, yeah that's like hopelessness. <laughs> well, you know, the best part of that show is in the beginning where that, like, the fucking lunatics are always talking about, like, what their particular brand of paranoia happens to be. And they're like, oh, yeah. You know, they're like, I believe there's going to be a nuclear war set off from China to North Korea and then they're going to blow up America. And I, so they, but they always and have, they like, all their, talk like that. No, they the all do. They're all that guy. <laughs> I would love to watch a doomsday prepper that's like, I believe the gays are going to get married. <laughs> and if they do, I got to hunker down in my bunker. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I got to get some bunker hunkering. Yeah. <laughs> if I don't hunker in my bunker, <laughs> then I'll get snuggled by a big, oh, strong man. And I'm ready is, to die for it. It is beefy media arms. I'm ready to go to jail and die for it. It's better jail. Surrounded by hot, sweaty dudes. <laughs> Big gay bears. This is the most pointless thing you could sign. Yeah. I can't imagine something less pointless that you could possibly... Nobody could put something in your hands that would be less pointless to put your fucking John Hancock on than this weird choose thing. Yeah, and, and the petitions really are just... All they are is a signing prayer. Does it I mean, right? Really, they're, yeah. they're, they're, they're very, very few petitions do a thing. Like most petitions are just there to show, like I'm really mad and I want to stomp my foot. So this is my signature. That's my stomping of the foot. But it's basically there's nothing really that they do. I mean, look at all those petitions that all those people signed to take the mon the, the in God we trust off the money and all the other stuff. And 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 it, all it got was a pat on the head. Right. Oh, that's cute. You guys signed a thing. Oh, isn't that adorable? Thanks. We're not really interested in changing anything. I think there's a mistaken idea still celebrated in American culture that's like kind of propagated by bad Christmas movies, you know, where it's like, well, I'll bring in the letters from Santa Claus, you know? And yeah, the, exactly. It, it's yeah. like, and, and he loves Santa and she loves Santa, you know? It's yeah, like, exactly. nobody fucking cares. <laughs> how you can't. Petals love Santa. <laughs> 
It doesn't make any fucking difference how many people fucking love Santa. It Merry won't make Christmas, Santa- building and loan! <laughs> Well, all the presents are in, are in your house and in Bill's house. That, and- that's right, Sue. So every time a bell rings, an angel gets his way. It's <laughs> ridiculous. It's all ridiculous. Every black and white movie has that guy uh, in it, by the what way. What I like, I, I totally agree with you, though. You're right. Because it's that idea that you're going to, there's going to be that dramatic moment right. where they walk into the Supreme Court. With like the bigoted letters to Santa, <laughs> and they just empty that the, all the letters out that are written in the blood of all the crazy people that have written them, <laughs> and they're gonna say something to the effect of, "Oh, we hate those gays, and please don't let them marry." And then suddenly Scalia will grab a handful of these and look at the rest of the people and say, "Look, don't you see? Don't you see the letters of the people?" Right. And then everybody will finally come to their senses, and they'll they'll fucking kill all the gays or whatever it is that they want to do when the reality of our political situation would be more like don't you see don't you see the letters from the people and they'd be like well how many are from billionaires yeah because <laughs> <laughs> if it's not from yeah. a billionaire nobody like, in this room yeah. gives a shit they're like they're they're digging for the the golden letters that are in there <laughs> I found a golden letter. I found a golden letter. If the Boy Scouts allowed homosexuals to become scout leaders, that would be the end of the Boy Scouts. Because we know, you know, we we know that the, uh, pedophilia uh, occurs at excessive rates in the homosexual community. So this story is from Right Wing Watch. Klingenschmidt. Boy Scouts are opening the organization to untrustworthy men who have a fetish for young boys. <laughs> what, to priests? <laughs> no, that would be fucking criminal. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> well, Klingenschmidt speaks for himself here, Tom. Let's listen to him. This is from his shitball show that he has. Uh, and this is from Right Wing Watch, where we're getting it from. If you're going to stay in Boy Scouts of America, my opinion... You need to fire Bill, Robert Gates. Bill Gates. What? We just fire Bill Gates. <laughs> yeah, fire Bill Gates. That's what he started to say. I know. It'd be awesome fire if Bill, Bill Gates Robert was just Gates. Like, what the fuck did I do? Yeah. Like, this is, <laughs> this is like, my company. Motherfucker, I'm trying to stop malaria. <laughs> it's like, it's like, like, I've been busy. He's like, I'm trying to fucking come up with the fucking next generation condoms to stop AIDS and fight malaria. And yeah. you fired me because of the Boy Scouts? I'm fucking bu- I've donated more money than fucking <laughs> your state made. <laughs> You need to fire him. He does not need to be the leader of that organization. He is leading that organization into the path of destruction. Not just with more lawsuits that will be threatened if he inevitably does this, but with more homosexual molestation of young boys and with more training in unrighteousness by telling your young boys, future Eagle Scouts, future leaders of our country, that sin is acceptable that it's not sin okay I, I, I mean i guess i guess this is this is like the only point that they have right is that the boy scouts themselves i think are kind of a religious organization then if that's the case because they're they're choosing to follow a religious ideology because well, it's not a sec- it's not a it's not an ideology that's held up by anyone else that's extra religious because i don't care i don't care that people are gay no. And it's not a sin to me. So if I had a child and I were to put that child in Boy Scouts, 
I wouldn't expect that someone would come out and go out of their way to say something like, hey, uh, homosexuality is a sin to my child. I wouldn't expect that they would do that. And if they did, I would be upset by that. So what he's basically saying is that my ideals or the ideals of this small group, and it's, and it is a, it's a shrinking group, it's an ever-shrinking group, uh, need to supersede everyone else's ideas. And that's, that's, that's bullshit. It is bullshit. And, you know, the problem with the Boy Scouts is that they are a um, quasi-governmentally funded sort of yeah. organization. They get they get all kinds of tax breaks that it, it just they just get just because they're the Boy Scouts. There seems to be no rationale that I can discover that, that, that they get tax breaks. They get uh, access to national and state parks uh, with, with low or reduced fees. They get all kinds of. Uh, federal funding and, and gifts from the government in in terms of you know reduced cost to use uh, public spaces, and they get all that while still maintaining a policy that's not only until very recently not only been bigoted against the LGBT community, but also doesn't allow people uh, without faith to join the organization. You can't join if you're an atheist. Well, fucking fuck them. I know. I was going to send my kid to the Scouts because I, I went to the Scouts. Did you Scout? Cecil, no. were you a Scout? Good Lord. Are you kidding me? <laughs> are you fucking kidding me? I, I don't know. Didn't we just have like a 20-minute conversations before we started about how much I hate camping? I, just, <laughs> I guess that's true, but I thought maybe it was what is it? Is it in the den. That's an acquired <laughs> hatred from many years of camp. No. Fuck camping. Fuck Scouts. <laughs> Well, to be fair, camping, uh, at least my experience in Scouts, because I, I, I did the Scouts when I lived in the city of Chicago. I used to live near Midway Airport, yeah. uh, and I did the Scouts there, and we never fucking camped once. Oh, really? Yeah, we never camped. We just did badge-earning things. You like just, like, you'd, tied knots and shit? Well, you'd go, like, help old people and get a fucking badge for helping old people, and you'd do, like, Pinewood Derby stuff. A lot of it was, like, character badges, like, go do a nice thing for someone. I go. see, yeah. So, like, it, it never had anything to do with the fucking outdoors, because you fucking lived in the city. You couldn't get to the outdoors. Like, there were a yeah. bunch of fucking city kids, and they didn't have means to get to the outdoors, so sure, they couldn't sure. do stuff that was all outdoors-based. So, but I, I enjoyed my time in the Scouts. Um, and I was like, well, maybe maybe my kid would like to do the Scouts. And I looked into it to see if they still were – they knew that they were an organization that didn't allow uh, atheists to join. And they still require you to wow. express a belief in a higher power. Yeah, it's it's like the Masons. The yeah, Masons it's, it's exactly the similar thing. to the yeah. Masons. They don't care what religion you are, but you can't – you got to be something. You've got to be something, yeah. The Bible says we need to do the opposite of that. The Bible says in Ephesians chapter 5, for the fruit of light consists in all goodness, righteousness, and truth. And find out what pleases the Lord. I'll tell, I'll tell you what pleases me. You got to massage my prostate. I love it when you massage my prostate. Big fan. I actually give a I give away candy bars to choir boys for that. So I don't know if you scouts want to line up and get a badge, but uh, massaging my prostate badge. <laughs> I love them little ones. We got that little those hands can reach right on They got right the little hands. <laughs> Doesn't stretch me out so much. It's, le- it's less. It's less godly prolapse. <laughs> that's as dirty as we've got. That's God, awesome. that's awful. Have nothing to do with fruitless deeds of darkness, but rather expose them. Speaking <laughs> of deeds of darkness, deeds would of be darkness. a great metal album. Uh, well, deeds of darkness. That really does explain somebody fisting his anus to touch his <laughs> prostate too. So. 
Fruitless Deeds of Darkness for some reason reminds me of like a bad ACDC song. Oh, yeah. You know, like it's oh, like yeah. Dirty Deeds Done Dirt Cheap. Sure, sure. <laughs> or it's like a, it's like one of those black metal bands from right? Sweden. Yeah. <laughs> it is shameful even to mention what the disobedient do in secret. But everything exposed by the light becomes visible and everything that is illuminated becomes a light. What? Wait, wait, wait. What everything that that's illuminated mean? becomes a light? No, everything, I'm going to read it again, but everything exposed by the light becomes visible, and everything that is illuminated becomes a light. That doesn't make any <laughs> fucking sense at all. What does that even mean? Why are you using these crazy fucking word at combinations? This point, at this point, these are just mouth noises. <laughs> that couldn't make less sense if he just burped into the microphone. <laughs> If he massages prostate with the microphone, it made more sense. He's just rubbing his ass and moaning. (laughs) I do believe that atheists are parasites in the sense they're benefiting from everything that religious culture is built in America, but they're doing nothing to add energy into the system. Yeah, so this comes from the progressive secular humanist blogs at Paleos. uh, Paleos? Paleos. Paleos. Give me less carbs. That sounds like a dog. (laughs) Paleos. He's my dog, Paleos. He only, needs, he only needs honey and berries and like <laughs> fucking like raw meat. Like that's all he eats. He's a dog on the paleo diet, which means he doesn't exist. He just he no. He can eat. There's no like, dogs in the paleo world. Yeah, there are. Well, there's wolves. Well, wolves are close to dogs, <laughs> but they're not actually like. He's just like you. Just have to make him fucking hunt a deer. It's like a fucking chihuahua. It's, it's like, like a chihuahua trying to take down a deer. You're like you look at him. And you say you're a wolf. You're a wolf. Go get him, buddy. You're a wolf. Chihuahua's fucking like I'm like I weigh six pounds, man. Motherfucker, I, like, I, I have open eaten that meals. can. Open that can because I ain't running after no goddamn deer. <laughs> Uh, New Michigan law allows adoption agencies to reject atheist parents. A new Michigan law allows publicly funded adoption agencies. I, I, that's the part that's fucking uh, astonishing. Publicly funded adoption agencies to discriminate against potential parents on the basis of religion. Um, under the law, unmarried couples, same-sex couples, and couples who hold different religious beliefs and couples who hold no religious beliefs will be denied the opportunity to offer a child in need, a safe and loving home. That is not how you fucking protect kids. That's not how you take, oh, these kids, look at this. No parents. That's super fucking sad. Let's fucking find them a home. Oh, these parents look good. Maybe we can give them a home. Yeah, we'll give them a fucking home except for the, you know, believe in God. Oh, well, fuck them. Put them back in the system. What is a system believe in God? They are just saying, look, we'd rather these kids grow up without a loving family. We would much prefer that these children, instead of having a loving family that is either uh, that same sex, and at, at some point, doesn't it say race is a thing that they can just they can fucking say no on to in here? Yeah, Senator, State Senator Coleman Young um, spoke out against it and said, "We know this is about LGBT people, but we know people are going to use this law to discriminate against people because of their race." Yet again, the majority is claiming to use religious freedom as a shield when, in fact, they are using it as a sword. What a great line. It's a great great line. line. It's a really great line. And it's it's so appalling that people would rather the children grow up in these group homes, in this group environment that's that's a home environment with many children with a – you're going to get a much better life 
regardless of whether or not you believe in their beliefs, I just think it's, I mean, it's just such a silly thing to say you can't be as an atheist, you can't adopt. What the fuck is wrong with you? I don't know, man. It's super fucking brutal. You know, and, and, you know, looking at what they allow discrimination based upon, um, it's, it's not even just atheists. It's, it's couples that, uh, have different religions. So, you know, if, if, if a Catholic marries a Jew, they can't fucking adopt a kid. That's crazy. That is insane. That's that is crazy. insane. So, so we're saying that two Jewish people get married, or they can go adopt. Two Catholics get married, they can go adopt. But a Catholic marries a Jew, and they're somehow less than. You know, and I, I think that's appalling. But I think that's less appalling than fucking just because you're an atheist, you can't get a kid. Yeah, I'm a terrible parent, but it's not because I'm an atheist. No, it's because no, I'm lazy. It's, it's because you're lazy and stupid. <laughs> I think those are two things that play against your child-rearing abilities. Ask these kids what they would prefer, right? Say, would you rather be here or would you rather be in a home with two daddies? Right. I'll tell you what. If I was living in that home, first thing I'd say is, Give me the two daddies, man. Sure. Give me Hook virtually me anything that's not the fucking state-funded... Can I have my own room now? Right. So I have to live in the fucking dorm? Can I and... have, you know, like like a family structure where people will at least have the pretense of loving me someday? Yeah. I mean, that would be a good thing to have. Because kids really fucking need that. Yeah. It's outrageous. This is, a, like, this is such a vulnerable group of people. And to, you know, for, for religious groups to use legislation to attack, and that's what this is, to attack yeah. Yeah. Uh, parents, and they're using as their fucking weapon, they're using these fucking vulnerable kids to bludgeon over the fucking heads of these fucking atheist parents or, you know, same-sex couples, whatever. Yeah, boo, 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 boo. You can't, you're not good enough. You're not good enough. We care so fucking little about this vulnerable group of people will fucking use them as the weapon to harm you. It's outrageous. Everybody loses, man. Says it must be male and female. It must be opposite of one another. Everything in the universe testifies against the sodomites and against the sodomite gospel and against the sodomite Bible. So this story comes from Right Wing Watch. Uh, Homosexuals worship their own genitals. Fucking amazing. Amazing, Cecil. We, we just need to listen to it. So this is Washington Watch, and this is Craig James of the Family Research Council. So it's going to be awesome. What I wanted to point out, and uh, it should be pointed out all the time, you know, <clears throat> they try to say separation of church and state. You can't have religion in schools. You can't have it in the workplace. Everybody in the entire world has a religion. Good amount of them, they look in the mirror and say, "I'm God. I set the rules." What the fuck does it mean? Nobody does that. Who I does that? Nobody ever does that. Yeah, nobody's like, "I'm God." I mean, I, I know what he's saying, right? Is that is that for him? He doesn't make any of his own rules. Sure. So, for example, like if you're at his house, it's a fucking unless you're violating a commandment, you can do fucking whatever you want. If you walk into his home, I'm sure that I could walk into his home and pee on his carpet. Right. Because there's, there's no house rule that you yeah. pee in the bathroom. Right. I'm sure that if I walked into his home with fucking dog shit on my shoes, that it wouldn't be – I'd fucking just smeared it all over his fucking couch, that that would not violate any house rules against right. no feces right. on my couch, no please. No feces couch rule. I don't right. – actually, I don't have that rule, Tom. So if you want to come <laughs> over anytime. I know you don't. Anytime. I've been to your home. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
fucking absurd thing to say. Yeah. Like, oh, we, like you make your own fucking rules too. Yeah. The difference is that I can I can make a rule that I think it's insensible for there to be shit on my couch, and I don't think people should fucking pee in the living room. I also think people shouldn't fucking kill each other. I'd have to read an old book to figure yeah, it out. I didn't have to fucking. I don't have to get any other dumbass rules that say I can't worship any of their gods either. Right. But everybody has a religion, and the whole homosexual movement is really like a religion. Okay. No, it doesn't have a holy text or a codified set of rules sure. or a membership or or a supreme being <laughs> right it doesn't so it's it's like here's the thing it's like a religion yeah except for that it doesn't have any of the same elements of a religion right, right. but otherwise very similar yeah basically everybody that is gay worships that guy from queen who died whatever his name is. <laughs> that's what that, <laughs> that fucking eddie mercury right eddie mercury that's <laughs> He's their deity. So. Well, they are the champions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he is not the champion, though, it no. turns out. And uh, <clears throat> this guy clears his throat as much as you do. This is, this is I mean, he's he's terrible. He needs an editor. He needs Jesus. you. They also God. need fucking a little bit worse sound quality. <laughs> Maybe if they can record on a fucking speaking spell. <laughs> are you kidding me? He's like recording on an old Nextel phone. <laughs> it's, you know, like the religion is sex and they worship their own genitals. Who doesn't? <laughs> Who doesn't? I worship them, but I worship them like a flagellant. <laughs> Beat the hell out of those things. Are you kidding me? I, I worship my own. You know, I'm not even, I'm so generous as a, as a religious person that I am willing to worship the genitals of others if they'll just give me a chance. Yeah, they get, <laughs> <laughs> you know, just put them in the collection plate, right? I'm just look, and I'll <laughs> I'll do what I can. That's actually that's actually often my pitch is yeah. like, look, I just want to worship your genitals. And my wife hates it when I call the bed the altar. <laughs> she gets so mad. That's not hot at all. I keep trying to feed her wafers while we're having. <laughs> Sometimes Honey, I eat this, <laughs> eat this, and drink this wine. <laughs> Well, so, you know, if things get a little serious, I might take a sip of grape juice to get some electrolytes back into the system. <laughs> yeah, after th- after thirty seconds of, of fierce pumping, Tom, you need to, you need to refill. Hey, after the first five seconds, I'm sweating like a whore in church. <laughs> Don't fucking judge me. You're like you're like a long distance runner in the Olympics. You're just covered head to toe in sweat. I got that panting heavily. There's a guy standing next to you with an oxygen mask. I got that fucking nutrient dense paste that the fucking marathoners have. <laughs> you're putting it on your lover and cooking it off. It's like she's holding the corned beef sandwich between her tits for you. <laughs> Which is no small feat for those real dolls to do for yeah. me. <laughs> but but the, the advantage that they have is you can, you can screw a TV tray into them for your fucking dinner. They don't even give a shit either. <laughs> and they, if they have big enough tits, the supports are right there. You don't even right have up. to be an engineer to do that shit. <laughs> Which is a good thing because I'm not. 
Uh, it makes it hell when you want to cuddle with the thing later on, though. <laughs> Who wants to cuddle? The tray gets in the way. Nobody <laughs> that doesn't get in the way. semen is oozing out of its snatch later on. It gets in the way in the sense that it is now filled with ice cream sandwiches. Can you, can you like, take the midsection out of those things and put them in the dishwasher? Is that how that works? <laughs> I don't know. Because how, how do you, I mean, what are you going to do to clean it? I, dude, that's an expensive, yet in my mind, disposable item. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking want, and then you just shame filled, throw it in a garbage bag and bury it in a small no, grave. Dude, you know what's so funny? If I ever become yeah. filthy fucking rich, oh. I'm gonna buy those things just so I can fuck them and throw them in my recycling bin with their fucking legs <laughs> in the air. Stick it out of there. Sticking oh, out. So the Victoria's Secret panties on one of them. <laughs> oh, Every gosh. week the garbage guy comes. And he's like, why did you tie it up? Like, hey, you don't need to tie these things up. That's unnecessary. She wasn't going anywhere. <laughs> and uh, so that's something that needs to be pointed out in, in lawsuits by Republicans, by anybody in office, that, you know, just because you don't have a denomination name for your religion doesn't mean you don't have a religion. I, I think I, I th- yeah, I, Brian. I think I understand where you're where you're heading on that deal and what you're trying to say there. Um, there is an agenda, and the agenda is very clear. Uh, I believe that the agenda is to shut down uh, someone like maybe yourself, but I know I can speak for myself on this. Uh, I have a belief system, a biblical belief system, and uh, of what I believe about uh, homosexuality, what I think about adultery, what I think about uh, a number of different things that are sinful. And uh, they're trying to shut down my Christian beliefs. That's the agenda. At least that's what the proof's in the pudding in the way it's, it's moving right now. Uh, and um, so that's, uh, that's the thing that we have to, that I'm here sitting fighting for, my religious freedom and my belief. Uh, I, I, I live my life, and those who want to live theirs can live theirs according to whatever it is, free will. And, uh, and I'm going to continue to voice my opinion on it. Great. Yeah, good, bro. It's cool. Like, but they don't care. <laughs> what, you're, what you're missing here is that nobody cares about your thoughts but you. Yeah. You get to keep your beliefs. If the, if the Supreme Court comes back and says, you know, uh, two women can get married tomorrow, you can still believe that's weird. Like you yeah. can be uncomfortable with it or turned on by it or alternating between the two. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't nobody the thing is like yeah, while you're cares. worshiping your genitals, you can basically do whatever you want. <laughs> want to contact the guys? Go to dissonancepod.com to get links to their Google Plus, Facebook, and Twitter accounts. If you want to contact them directly, send an email to dissonance.podcast at gmail.com. Or you can call and leave a message at 740-74 doubt. That's 740-743-6828. Do you want to support the show? Go to patreon.com. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash dissonance pod. Or click the link on the podcast homepage and you can donate to the production of Cognitive Dissonance on a per episode basis. If you can't spare any money, take a second to give us a five-star review on iTunes or Stitcher or spread the word about the show. We want to send a big, heartfelt glory hold to all the patrons and people who rate us. You fucking rock. So this story comes from thehumanist.com. Fox News uses Charleston shootings to propagate a culture war. Um, so the recent shooting, it's very recent. It's like 24 hours old when we record yeah. this. 
Um, the recent shooting um, in a black church, a historically black church in Charleston, South Carolina, was appalling. Uh, nine people uh, were murdered. Um, it's just it's just horrifying. Um, it seems pretty clear from 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 what was said um, at the church, according to eyewitnesses, uh, from the clothes that the person was wearing when they went into the church, that this was a racially motivated mass killing. Um, that that seems to be at this point, at least, uh, pretty evident. But Fox News is fucking poo-pooing the uh, racial motive because it doesn't fit with the Fox News narrative um, of, you know, black people are the criminals and white folks aren't. Um, and they are pushing this idea that this was a that the shooter um, did this to kill Christians. Yeah, they're trying to make it. They're trying to spin it. So it makes it seem like the the person went into a church and that's the the operable part of this. That's the part that we need to focus on is that it happened in a church instead of saying, look at who the victims were. Right. The victims were all black. And this kid who did you see a picture of this kid? Yeah, he looks fucking now, super weird. What's with the bowl cut that there's dude There's a throwback. Has? He looks like Ringo Starr, for <laughs> Christ's sake. He's got a weird, weird, old, ye old-fashioned-y haircut. Well, and he's wearing, you know, on the jacket that he had, he was wearing a flag of Rhodesia and, and apartheid South Africa. So, you know, he's clearly, he's maybe he's a fucking time traveler. Yeah. Maybe the poor guy, <laughs> you know, traveler. he's a time traveler, you know, because imagine how confusing that would be. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He you shows know, you up wake and... up and you're like, wait, I fucking what's going on? The black people aren't being oppressed. Somebody has to oppress the black people. These people forgot how to do it. Let me you show them. Don't understand how this works. Yeah. Well, and it, it, historically black churches have been targeted. In fact, this particular church has been targeted like three times. It's been like burned to the ground and ransacked. Historically, black churches have been bombed. They've been, I mean, fucking every conceivable act of violence that 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 fucking white supremacist lunatics can possibly conceive of have been utilized to attack uh, historically black churches because these churches are seats of power and community within, uh, you know, yeah. for, for, for black folks to, to gather and to be politically active. Um, it's so it, it's not the fact that they're Christians. Because the white supremacists are by and large Christians. Yeah. Like the white supremacist organizations, if you go to their fucking lunatic websites, which I won't even fucking type in my browser, I'd rather fucking get a disposable fucking computer than type like a that burner. Fucking- <laughs> 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 That's awesome. Then type that fucking hate-filled garbage yeah. into my fucking browser. But if you look at that shit, it's all fucking Christian narrative. Like, all that shit is, like, fucking wrapped up in their fucking God-belief garbage. So it's not that these – it's not that this was a, you know, a Christian church, but Fox News can't stand the idea, right? Because they've spent all of this time – and I think, Cecil, this comes down to, you know, we've spent all this time in the last year or so um, having this sort of national debate about race and about violence and about – you know, you know the, the the white cops shooting the the unarmed black teenagers fucking virtually every week. And if you turn on Fox, they're constantly spinning it. And they're constantly trying to portray, well, you know, that guy had it coming because you know he stole a soda pop or you know whatever yeah, it was. Right. Like, oh, yeah. he was fucking had illegal cigarettes, so you can totally choke him out. So yeah, like <laughs> I'm, just, you know, they're you're they're allowed constantly. To, you're allowed to hit him at least thirteen times with a baton. I mean, right, come on, let's let's don't be ridiculous. Right, you were allowed to beat them. 
Yeah, that that twelve year old kid was resisting arrest when we didn't try to arrest him, and we yeah. shot him immediately. Shot him in the face without Remember warning. We shot you know, him without warning in the face. That dude who got shot in the back. Well, he was no fucking angel either. You know, Fox is always. I know that like, it's always the other side of the story. Right. It's like it's it's you're totally right. And and I won't I wouldn't be surprised if they depicted they started depicting all the bad things that the people in yeah. this church had done in the future. No part of me would would be yeah. so. The, so the only way that they cannot lose sight of their narrative, right, is to spin this story and they're just fucking immediate it's not even 24 hours old and they're immediately doing it like oh it's a war on Christianity. Fucking, this isn't the war on Christmas, guys. You can't just make this shit up. And traditionally, the people in South Carolina have been very nice to black people. I mean, traditionally. (laughs) So. Is trusting God important? It's the only thing that gets favor from him. He doesn't respond to pain or tears or heartache. He only responds to being believed. This story comes from the L.A. Times. Uh, Zoo animals on the loose in Georgia. (laughs) Nailed it. (laughs) Dude, that's not a word. So, Tom, give me your best chance to say this. That is say you fucking you fucked that up. I'm gonna say it's Tbilisi. Tbilisi is what I'm gonna say. All right. Okay. So here we go. All right. Tbilisi. Oh, we fucking we were not good. The fucking Tbilisi, really? Tbilisi. I would have thought that that T and B would have done it a little like a little more melding. Yeah, they did not because they didn't just Tba Tba. That's why How we vowel here on that. Yeah, they didn't vowel very good. Like you can't no. get. To, there should be like just move one of those eyes over there. Yeah, you got right? three or of them. Throw an A. You could virtually yeah. use any, <laughs> literally any vowel at this point. <laughs> I would have bought a Y. I would have taken. Yeah, I think even a Y would be fine. Tbilisi though, so that's it. So yeah. Tbilisi, Georgia. Um, and I love this. I love this story because it's got a fucking picture. First of all, yeah, of like. Four dudes like fucking pushing on a hippo's butt. Yeah, they're they're on they're on the the party end of the hippo right there. Not the, it, bus- the business end is the chompers, right? That's the business end. They're on the party end. Well, what makes me laugh about this is like hippos are are the the mo- are the creature in Africa that is accounted for killing the most people in yes. all of Africa. Yes, and they're just like let's push its butt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that hippo. I, I, you're right. Hippos are pretty. They, I've seen videos of them going after boats, and they're they're pretty they're pretty aggressive. Uh, this guy seems pretty docile. He doesn't mind that some guy's going to give him a prostate exam right. in a second. He's, they're pushing on his backside. Maybe they're worshiping his genitals. Maybe they're worshiping his genitals. You know, and this is happening in Tbilisi, Georgia, and not. Georgia, USA, because it's not even noteworthy if there's hippos in Georgia. Yeah, we call those Georgians. Yeah, because they, yeah, I mean, right, they're, 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 you always see them walking around after they get finished eating their chicken and waffles. That's, you can just, you just exactly. see them wandering around, sunning themselves, laying in the mud. That's just typical Georgians. Well, and you can tell that these aren't, aren't Native American, like, uh, like American Georgians too, because this, this hippo is actually, uh, ambulatory. <laughs> it's not a little scooter. And it's not riding a, a fucking disability scooter. So, <laughs> like a little scooter. because this, you know, compared to compared to a, a Georgian from say, you know, Atlanta, Georgia, this, you know, eighteen hundred pound animal is actually considered a fucking XS. You know, this is an extra small. <laughs> you know those fucking scooters for those giant people. 
Those things <laughs> got to be built pretty fucking sturdy, huh? Oh, I would think so, man. They're not just like slapped together with with PVC pipe. Like Gosh. those things have to be fucking. They better be double damn extra reinforced, sturdy, man. Yeah, because some of those people are like seven hundred pounds and shit. I have a funny story about one of those in my town. I so I do you ever? I, well, you're in the city of Chicago, but like in the in the burbs, there's like this little like patch system of like local hyper local news, right? So I subscribe to it, and, and the other day I get a, an alert, and it's like, oh, there's a new story on the patch for your for your town, your shitty fucking suburb. So I read it, and it's evidently there was some dude somewhere in my town who was drunk, pantsless, <laughs> and on his fucking <laughs> rascal scooter, <laughs> rolling around, and the you know people don't of course, judge me. <laughs> people of course <laughs> called the cops, right? So then he yeah. went on a chase. He eluded the cops. Like, the cops tried to chase him, but his little scooter went, like, 15 miles an hour and had, like, like a 43-mile range, and he just went around him. Shut up! And they eventually caught the guy, um, and he said he was riding the scooter. He was fucking drunk when they caught him, and he said they said he was riding the scooter uh, because he had so many DUIs he couldn't ride and drive a car anymore. (laughs) Only in America. I loved it. I thought it was that great. Is, that guy, after he was done, he punched a bald eagle in the face. I know, right? <laughs> Gosh. I that lo- is America. Uh, I bet you his scooter had truck nuts on it. <laughs> that is so America. I read that story and a little one single tear leaked from the corner of my eye. I put my hand over my heart and I sang a Lee Greenwood song right there. Exactly. I just I stood up right there, fucking hand over my heart, and my fucking dick throbbing. I was oh, so yeah. proud to be American. Yeah. It was you a, hang it was... an American flag right on it right then. A very, very Miniature small American flag. American yeah. flag. A tiny, it's actually, it's a wee flag it is. <laughs> it actually it actually only has one star and it represents yeah. Rhode Island. <laughs> So oh, this, shit. The, so, best, the reason why we're talking about this story, this hippo story, um, it's not just hippos. There's a lot of fucking – a bunch of other animals escape <laughs> from the zoo in this fucking flood. And several people die. It's ten people, yeah. Ten people get killed by animals, different animals. And the reason why we're talking about it is because this German Orthodox patriarch uh, is quoted as basically <laughs> saying – when the communists came to the country, they ordered all the crosses and the bells and the churches melted down and the money used to build the zoo, he said. The sin will go will will not go without punishment. I am very sorry that the Georgians fell and I think it's felt. Georgians <laughs> felt that uh that so that a zoo was built at the expense of destroyed churches. I love that he says I'm very sorry. It's like your wife saying, I'm really sorry you got herpes at the whore, you know? <laughs> right. Like, like you're, you're not sorry, you asshole. You're not sorry at all. And it's it's so funny because it's like God hates communism, but he hates it so much that like Nothing bad is happening to Cuba or, you know, like... I think that has happened for many years. It's like fucking, like, you know, almost... It's a hundred years of communism someplace. And it's like the worst God does is, like, fuck up a zoo. Like, that's it. I'm going to leave this gate open, okay? (laughs) These animals are going to show you. Y'all going to have to fucking wrangle up yourselves a hippopotamus. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, dude. Like that's it. That's how you send your message. Like you yeah. made me wrangle a hippo. Oh. You done stole my gold hat. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all melted down my purdy purdy crosses. 
My son. I had one of those staffs and miners. You unstole them. <laughs> now you'll pay inadvertently many years later. <laughs> I know, right? It's like it's like a hundred years after communism. Yeah. And it's like I, y'all y'all melted my y'all melted my bells on my churches. Uh-uh. That is that does not tickle my testicles. I am gonna make your zoo <laughs> get take, all wet. It's gonna take me a while, but don't you worry. <laughs> gonna do it. I got you now. Some of you, the rest of you died of old age waiting for me to actually fucking right, get off my exactly. ass and do something. It's only ten of you. <laughs> You're all sick! Oh be nice! Oh, my son doesn't stand a chance. The whole world's gone gay. Oh my god, what's happening now? We work hard. We play hard. So this story comes from the Raw story. A friend of Christian couple who vowed divorce over gay marriage brutally uninvites them from her wedding. So so there was these fucking douche nozzles who were basically like, if gays can get married, then we're getting divorced. <laughs> Good. And everybody was just like, well, what is that account? Oh, no one cares. Like, that's your personal relationship. Yeah. What? Like, gays were just like, who cares? We're still married. Like all that happened was that now we're married and you're not. And yeah. actually in the in that story, see, so the, the funniest part to me is they said, Well, we're still gonna live as husband and wife because we're gonna recognize basically our spiritual marriage, but we're going to decide that the that the marriage that we were granted by the state is of is valueless, and so we're gonna get divorced. And I thought, okay, well, so let me let me just summarize. So you're gonna keep the fake marriage. That doesn't mean anything when when your lives go tits up at some point, right? Yeah. That's the one you're going to keep. And you're going to throw away the one that will allow you to have, you know, certain tax advantages, estate planning advantages. <laughs> like that's and you're gonna do that exactly why? Yeah. All the useful shit you're gonna throw away. Right. And even in this article, they even say that if you Google the divorce proceedings and the necessary things you need for divorce in Australia, you can't get divorced now because you said, hey, I'm going to do this and I'm still going to call my wife a wife because it says you have to be separated for 12 months and there's no reasonable likelihood of getting married and they won't let you get divorced unless you have that. Right. So you're stuck. No, you're stuck. You can't even do it. No, like they're not even going to grant him the divorce. It's just, a, you know, it's such a weird publicity stunt that didn't yeah. mean anything. And then and their I, friends were just like, well, then fucking you're not coming to my wedding because we yeah. don't invite hate filled bigots. Yeah, well, I, I disagree with the headline, though. It says they brutally uninvited them to the wedding. It's just a stern little message. It's it's kind of naughty. It's not brutal at all. And brutal should really only refer, refer to like porn that stretches you out and dog attacks. <laughs> like Those are the only two things. That can be referred to as brutal. As brutal. The rest of it, you can't brutally uninvite somebody to your wedding. Yeah, I don't even know how that works. Unless you take the computer and beat them with it. <laughs> like, how do you brutally uninvite? Just re- you read what they say. Here's the here's the, the end of the thing. I'm going to read this. It says, I don't want you anywhere near my wedding. You and your views are not welcome because you're right. The institution we're marrying into isn't the same you want, one you think you're in. That's not brutal. Brutal is your third abortion. That's yeah, fucking brutal. brutal. <laughs> yeah, this week. Yeah, that's brutal. That's that's tough. That's brutal. Don't fucking tell me about tough. Yeah. 
because there's nothing but death and refuse in the rectum. No life can come out of the rectum. The rectum is designed to get rid of death and waste. It's, it's designed for that one purpose. And the sodomites are cheering on and praising the rectum. Sister, it comes from Jezebel. Uh, one million moms protest Chobani's sinful lesbian yogurt. Uh, this is a great article. So the fucking one million moms, which is yeah. about 999,000. <laughs> 900 moms short of a million. I know. It's like 646 kind of pissed moms. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's just like a handful of, of grumpy fucking moms. Uh, so the one million moms are fucking pissed off because there's a Chibani commercial which features a lesbian couple eating yogurt. Did you watch this? I didn't watch the, the thing. It no. is awesome. Is it, it is really? It is an absolutely wonderful commercial. I think it is, it makes me want to buy Chibani. Not that just that there's lesbians in it, because I think you could pretty much sell me anything if there was no lesbians in it. But, I mean, I'd be like, I'd buy my own dick-cutting off machine if there was lesbians in the commercial. Oh, Wait a kidding. minute, that's, yeah. that's, that didn't work out at all the way I anticipated. I don't even like this machine. I was seduced by the package design. No, but uh, it's just it's an endearing commercial. This this woman is sitting there and you can't see the other person. So the other person is turned over and it's it, it, from the angle that you're at. Like I did, I presumed it was a guy. I immediately thought, oh, she's she's laying in bed with a, a guy. Sure. And she's got this sheet sort of wrapped up around her and she's clearly naked underneath the sheet. And she's eating this Chibani 100 whatever yogurt. And she finishes it, and then she touches the other person's foot, and the other person starts to wake up, and then she pulls the sheet off and walks away and starts laughing. She wraps the sheet around her, and she moves away. And it looks like kind of a cute little bedroom scene, and they turn and they show the woman in the bed is a woman. And you're and and suddenly I was like, oh, that's really cool. I had I it didn't even occur to me that it would be a woman. And when I saw it, I was like, oh, that's really endearing. It's really sweet. It's really endearing. It just so happens that it's a it's one of those things that. Uh, that I didn't expect to happen, so it, it makes me remember the commercial. I think it's great marketing. I think it's just awesome marketing. So wait a minute. I'm a little confused. Are you suggesting that you're not going to join with the one million moms? Yeah, right. I want to read part of this, too, because <laughs> it, says, it says this commercial not only promotes same-sex relationships but by including two lesbians – but also same-sex marriage because the two women wear matching wedding bads. The ad states to love this – uh, to love this life is to live it naturally. There's nothing natural about homosexuality. And then the food babe says there's nothing natural about 100-calorie Chibani. So, <laughs> so right afterwards, they're getting slammed from all sides, Tom. Yeah, well, I mean, they're lesbians. The, this article is written very well. Uh, at one point, the person says, one thing that's always fun to think about is how <laughs> hard the one million moms has to has to watch these ads, screening, rewinding, pausing with the horror of the split second frame showing the demonic gay wedding ring on a be lesbian <laughs> finger. <laughs> <laughs> and it says it's almost like they get a little titillation out of being shocked. It's almost like that. Yeah, I think that's, that's really well written. And it's really funny, too, because when I watched it, I didn't notice that they had a wedding ring on. It didn't even occur to me. And then I guess when I watched it a second time when I was masturbating later, I was... <laughs> 
Talking about lifestyles, there's been a whole new group of artists that have come into the rock scene in the last several years. We'll call them transvestites or perhaps the bisexuals. All right. So this this next story isn't a story. This is from YouTube. This is Pastor Steven Anderson. Oh, Cecil. Steven Anderson. This is we that this fucking guy. crazy, super yeah. ultra hate filled guy. Yeah. What is he? he? Says, He's famous for standing up to the cops and getting beat up. Remember, yeah. he did that. Yeah. And then uh, he's also the uh, you know women should get off of fucking Farmville or yeah, whatever. Yeah, I think that's sandwich. why Caitlyn. I think that's why Caitlyn Jenner became a woman was to play Farmville. Farmville, all day, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what he's talking about. He's the Farmville guy, and he's going to talk about Caitlyn Jenner. And I'm just going to let him say it. We're not even going to say what he says because it's just so much fun to hear him say it. And this is from a a YouTube page called Bad Preachers, by the way. We're using their video. We're actually linking to it. You know, this week, this this filthy sodomite picture is everywhere, and people are showing this transvestite or transgender or whatever this guy is. You know what I'm talking about? This, this athlete or whoever he is, I don't know who it is. I'd never even heard of him before this week. Bruce Jenner. And <laughs> Dick, this guy is starting off on the right foot, though. Right? I yeah. mean, starting off on the right foot. First, calling her by the name that she doesn't go by anymore, calling her Bruce. And that's ridiculous. Right. And then also, you know, using the wrong gender pronoun. And then the fucking totally, obviously disingenuous, like, Oh, I didn't even know who it was, you know? Fuck you. Yes, you did. Yes, you you fucking did. You liar. You are lying, liar. This guy DVRs the Kardashians. Right? He's kidding. Has basically mutilated his body, apparently. And, and, And you know what? He's being praised by our president. Our President Obama is praising him for, or, or praising her. We don't even know what it is. Yeah. What a dick. What a, what a fucking dick awful you human. You know, I, I will say, though, to be perfectly fair, I don't know what this pastor is. Because I would not consider his comments to be fucking human. Right. I wouldn't consider him to be a human. Right. Oh, it gets worse, too. I think that he used the female pronoun about somebody named Bruce. Her name isn't Bruce. Her nope. name is Caitlin, fuckhead. And said... You know, oh, oh, such courage. You're so wonderful. You know, our our president is praising the wicked here. Okay. And and there's just all the, and I mean, this this filthy pervert is just like on all these magazine covers and just. How do you know she's a pervert? Right? What is it? You have no idea if she's a pervert. She could enjoy perfectly average vanilla fucking missionary sex. Like, what do you mean pervert? (laughs) <laughs> you know the thing is she could be asexual like yeah the, the the fact the fact that she is transgender has nothing to do has it speaks nothing about her sexuality has nothing to do with it it speaks to her gender identity what an idiot everywhere idiot. just being crammed our throat crammed, crammed down, down our throat, throat. <laughs> crammed down our throat this is just he's just jealous that nobody's cramming anything down yeah. his throat <laughs> That's it. He's just he's just so sad that he can't fucking yeah, can't gag, gag a, you know, yeah. fucking dumbass. And how is it crammed down your throat if you happen to see a magazine? I don't understand that at all. Everybody's saying that, oh, she's in our face, she's in our face. Fuck off. I didn't even pay attention to Caitlyn Jenner. Right. I didn't pay attention to it one bit. The only reason I'm paying attention to it is because Jagoffs like you were bringing it up. I don't even care. What is like? What does that mean? It's like, oh, it's 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 in my face. What, in the sense that you saw a thing at the supermarket? Oh gosh. Was that is that in well, your and face? So was 
So is fucking Britney Spears' divorce or whatever right. is fucking popular right now. Or that some celebrity got fat. Every meaningless fucking tabloid gossip bullshit, oh. then, is in your face. Fucking Weekly World News Bat Boy is then in my face. These perverted bat children. This guy looks like the bat boy with a beard. <laughs> does look like the bat boy with a beard. To literally, like hundreds of millions of people, literally hundreds of millions of people are being subjected to looking at a trans freak. What a wow. dick. What a dick. Wow. It, it, the worst part is, is that it keeps getting worse. Dude, he's just a duty head caller, though. Yeah, he really is. And this person is just the, the evangelist of sodomy and filth to the world. And you know what? And, people are, and, then, and then people are like, oh, we need to pray for him that he finds Jesus. I'm going to pray that he dies and goes to hell. Are you serious? Wow. <laughs> You know, of all the people, though, that are out there that are actually reading that book and using it, that guy, I think, has the closest interpretation to what the actual book is saying. When we talk about fundamentalists, right, when we say the fundamentalist is the one that picks and chooses the stuff that is more adherent to the religion, he's just adhering more closely to religion than the moderates are. But Cecil, here's the part that I am genuinely confused about. There's no need to pray for that to happen. If this is really the truth, if your if your book is really true, you don't have to pray for her to die and go to hell. She will eventually die and she will eventually go to hell according to your book. You, there's no need to ask for it. Look, I have nothing but hate when I see a man dressed up as a woman who has mutilated his body to become a woman and saying, hey, look at me, everybody. Look at me, kids. I mean, the kids in America today. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten years old are seeing this freak. 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. Counting <laughs> is a thing counting. I can do. <laughs> I ha I'll tell you this. Like, I'll refute that directly. I have an eight-year-old who has no idea this is going on because we yeah. don't fucking talk about Because this is not a relevant character in our homes. And even if it was, it wouldn't be a, that hard of a talk. No, Oh, I wouldn't. No, don't get me wrong. I wouldn't shy away from the conversation, not for a fucking second. But the, the conversation doesn't come up because we're not we don't follow when 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 Caitlin identified as Bruce, we didn't follow sports. And that's what he was famous for initially. And then, you know, Bruce Jenner was famous for being, you know, the father of the Kardashians, which I don't follow the Kardashians. And neither you know, so I would never talk to my eight year old about the fucking Kardashians. And then Bruce became Caitlin. I didn't care because that's a person's personal fucking decision. So right. it wouldn't come up in my house. It's really easy to not expose your kids if you're fucking a weird butthurt fucking insulate your worldview asshole. If you really wanted it, it's real easy. Yeah. Just don't bring it up. Yep. And having their minds perverted and ruined permanently. <laughs> I hope I listen to me. I hate him with a perfect hatred. Amen. I have no love. No love <laughs> for this Bruce freak. Yeah, amen. He mad. He's so mad. He mad. You know, here's the thing. I don't love you either, Pastor yeah, Steven. Dude. Yeah, dude. I don't love I don't hate you, but I got no love for you, big guy. Yeah, and and I and I, I don't pray that the guy dies, but I don't know that I would be sad in well, the I wouldn't least care if the guy died. Like, oh, I fucking, mm. A hate-filled man died. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Real sad. Yeah. But it's also like I'm not sad that he doesn't love me. Yeah. <laughs> I was looking for your love. 
It doesn't matter that you're not giving it to me. Well, the best part about this whole thing is that there's like a a tree that's next to him that's made out of like paper mache or something, and it's <laughs> it's got leaves on it, and behind him is this wall with painted leaves. He looks like he's he's on display at a museum. <laughs> there should be. A stuffed raccoon sitting next to him or something. Well, That's what it looks like. It's awesome. He should be on a display of antiquated ideas. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I hope he dies today. I hope he dies and goes to hell. He's Amen. disgusting. He's filthy. He's reprobate. And I would pray all these prayers from Psalm 69. And so- Psalm 69. <laughs> <laughs> I like ministry too, dude. Bravo, bro. <laughs> uh, the way to succeed and the way to suck eggs. How could you say that? Well, how did God say it? Yeah. I pray all this in Psalm 69 and Psalm 109 toward him. Amen. You evil, filthy animal that's destroying the morals of our country, right. die! <laughs> 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 he's pointing so at the camera. He's like shaking. <laughs> this dude is outstandingly stupid. Oh, you're hateful. No, I'm loving. I love my children. Yeah. I love my country. I love the brotherhood, and I hate these filthy sons of Belial. <laughs> Belial! What are Belial! You these filthy sons of... <laughs> okay, when, you say it, when you say it like that, it sounds like it's not a real thing, Tom. <laughs> Oh, gosh. And they're giant eagles. They fly it on and they're whatever, man. Cares. And I will not worship the one ring to rule all. <laughs> I'm calling Sauron and telling on you. Ah. Uh. It's they're disgusting and sick. Oh, pray for him. Oh, we need to love him and pray for him. Help him find Jesus. That guy will never find Jesus. The Bible says he's reprobate. The Bible explains why people would, would, would lust after other men when they're a man. Because they're reprobate. Because they're, they've been darkened. And you say, well, I'm offended. I don't want to ever... Then get out of here. Because you know what? You're not welcome here. Honestly, nobody who defends that freak is welcome in this church. Good, because your church isn't welcome in the United States of America. Yeah, oh man, you're going to lose all seven of your fucking congregation. I know. Yeah, you can't fucking sit in your fucking paper mache tree swinging. <laughs> <laughs> as if as if there was somebody about to walk through the door yeah. of your fucking hate church exactly. filled with your crazy bigotry. Exactly. And it's like, you're not welcome here. I'm like, oh, I don't got anywhere to go now. Oh. It's never happening. Nobody cares that you don't like them. That's the part you're missing. It's He's awesome, got fucking though. road rage without the road. He does. <laughs> it's more like nerd rage. <laughs> so mad. So we want to thank our our uh, most recent patrons, the ones that uh, that just became patrons to our show. Nicholas, Aaron, Badger, Brandy, Dan in Japan, Nasser, Jack's butt. <laughs> I like that one. That's great. Tom, Weed Lord, Bo- Boner Hitler. Is that what this is? <laughs> Boner Hitler. Is that what that is? <laughs> We're taking money from Weed Lord, Weed Lord and Boner Hitler. Weed, no, that's one person. Weed Lord, Boner <laughs> Hitler. And then to top it off, Queef Latina and then Lil Buckaroo are all the new patrons. We want to thank you all so very much 
for uh, donating your hard-earned money. We also Tom, we got a few uh, one-time donations as well. We did. We got uh, PayPal donations from Richard, Cheyenne, and Jason. Thank you very much. Very generous of you. And your donations went a long way for paying for uh, the Statesboro Food Bank, which we donated $2,000 to. And we also just donated uh, $500 to the Atheist Alliance of America uh, for their college scholarship that they give out uh, every year. So we gave $500. We think it might have doubled it then, um, but we're not sure. They might actually give out two. We're not sure which one they're going to do, um, but uh, but keep your ears open for that. We'll be posting some information about it uh, when they uh, they said they're going to change a flyer, and once they do, we'll be posting some information about it. We'll probably be changing. Uh, uh, they're probably going to be sending a sound clip too. But we wanted to say that uh, thank you for your donations because we were able to give away in the last month twenty five hundred dollars. So thank you all so very much. Yeah, we're we're grateful for the opportunity to be of of assistance to people in need. We can only do that because we have the generous donations of our patrons and of our PayPal donors. So, again, thank you very much. Uh, I think it would be great, Cecil, at some point to set up a Liberty University scholarship. I think so, too. That, that would, would be, be pretty wonderful. hilarious. That's, that's my that's my five-year goal for the show. <laughs> a Liberty University scholarship. <laughs> it, should just, it should just be fucking like a go-kart to get away from Liberty <laughs> University. It's like... It would be awesome to have actually yeah. a scholarship for people who fucking lose their faith that are going to a... Yeah, a, a Christian university to go to a secular university. That would be a cool to make that transfer. Yeah. That would be a really cool scholarship to put together. And if Liberty University is that place, then we could actually use the scholarship to pay for, uh, like mercenaries to go in and kidnap them out of there, <laughs> A team style. That would be a good use of funds, money, in my opinion. If I you think. can find them, yeah, you can hire the cognitive dissonance crew. <laughs> Well, we're not going to do any of that. No, that's I'll pay crazy. for it, but I ain't. I ain't yeah, I'll write a check, but I don't yeah, want to do it. I can't even fit in those camouflage pants they wear. Look, I could get in the vehicle because it's a van. Yeah, it's a cargo van. <laughs> it's a big van, but that becomes a one passenger van yeah. <laughs> when I'm in it. <laughs> yeah, and you're really close to the load limit at that point. <laughs> I mean, I have to drive. It's literally me. It's yeah. just me. Yeah. Yeah. We got a, a couple of reviews, a few reviews this week. We want to thank everybody who reviews us on uh, on iTunes, except for the people who give us one star reviews. Like tell those people <laughs> to go fuck themselves. Uh, if they, if you uh, are a fan of the show and you're a recent fan of the show and you have a rate us on iTunes, we'd really love a good five star review on iTunes if you could find it in your heart to give us one. If you don't like the show, uh, I don't know why you're listening. Uh, please find another show. Maybe you could skip reviewing us if you don't like the show. <laughs> no. Might be something you do. I know I've never rated a show I don't listen to or like. But, you know, what a, your fucking mileage may vary. But we'd really appreciate a few reviews to sort of push down the negative douchebags who think that we laugh a lot, I guess, is what they don't like. Yeah, so. they'd like us to stop having fun. Yeah, And, stop and then we'll stop fun. doing the show. Yeah, stop <laughs> like, having fun making your podcast, damn it. Right. We got a message from D, and D says, as a redhead... I can I take offense at the word ginger the same way uh, people hate the N word. That's our word. You can say ginger, <laughs> but don't use our word. Or person with gingivitis. Gingivitis. <laughs> gingivitis is awesome. Person with gingivitis. That I love awesome. it. That's great shit. We got a message from Amy, and Amy uh, talks about a lot of different things. But at the bottom, she says work distribution. Does Tom really do as little work as is implied in the podcast, or is it a sarcastic running joke? It's a sarcastic running joke. Tom does an immense amount of work for the show. I mean, just an absolute ton of work. It is, it's mind-boggling how much time Tom spends on this podcast every week. I'm just always in awe at the sort of 
<laughs> just the just the amount of time with a family, nonetheless. This guy just he just <laughs> finds the time to work on this show tirelessly. And Tom, my hats off to you, buddy. Well, you know, this, it's about time I got the praise <laughs> and the recognition that right. I so deeply deserve. Yeah, sure. For my minutes a month yeah. spent <laughs> extracurricularly off the. I last mean, week, last week we recorded a two-hour episode late and it was terrible and i had to edit it down and i spent eight and a half hours editing that show <laughs> that's one show dude that's yes, one show but consider consider hold on a second consider yeah. that i texted with you about it <laughs> and <laughs> oh, you shit. are pushing it my friend i know i know i am uh, i know oh <laughs> uh, we got a message from uh from zach and zach uh, said at the bottom of his PS, he said, yeah, Louisiana is basically a dumpster fire <laughs> state. <laughs> Which, I mean, Mississippi isn't much better, but yeah, still Louisiana sucks. That's really funny. That's dumpster awesome. fire but- state. I love it. Tom, we got a message from Ryan that a lot of people don't get it. And this is actually really, really well written. Yeah, I thought this was great. Dear, dear Tom and Cecil, after catching up on several episodes, I've noticed a trend. Some listeners who may have grown up in more repressive areas like the South or Nebraska seem to be confused on how to use swear words. Because they hear you guys swear liberally, they figure they can swear at you and call you names. Hearing someone end their message with something like, glory hole, you motherfuckers, makes me think, whoa, what did Tom and Cecil do to you? It must have been pretty bad that you decided to call them motherfuckers. That's something you'd say when you're angry, that Pat Robertson thinks your dead baby may be the next Hitler. (laughs) So maybe it's a good thing your baby is dead. Motherfucking Pat H. Robertson, you ignorant piece of dog shit. I almost wish there were a hell so you could go there. Now that's how you should direct your anger with swear words. Not at the fine hosts. Let's keep it civil. Isn't that what the show is all about? And then he ends it with glory hole gentlemen. So thank you very much. Thank you very, very much. That's awesome, Ryan. Thank you. So we got an interesting question from James, Tom. We did. Uh, James says, I might have to go into your back catalog for the answer, but I'm wondering what your guys' thoughts are on people who make arguments for religion not being the problem, but people and how they use it as the problem. Um, and then he, he kind of elucidates some examples. Um, he says, uh, you know, basically that religion isn't the problem. It's people that use the religion. Do you guys think that religion finally needs to be taken out of our country completely because of how it seemingly is so at risk for being exploited by people who want to do harm? Yeah, and my my thought is that uh, it's I, I come at this a little bit differently. So I don't think that there is such a thing as I mean, there is no such thing as religion without people, right? Yeah. So the, I don't think you can separate those things and say, well, it's you know, it's not religion's fault; it's the people. Well, I mean, religion is just a set of ideas that people hold. Yeah. You know, if you if if all the people on Earth fucking voiped tomorrow and no longer existed, religion would no longer exist because it's not true, right? It's not a thing that that exists outside of us because it's not fucking true. So the only place that religion exists is within the heads of people, the ideas and in the in, in the in the emotional centers of people. So I do think that religion is a problem because religion is a set of ideas about the world that are baseless, that contain no facts. Um, and I, I do think that people frequently uh, use religion as an excuse or as a motivator to either commit violence or to convict, uh, commit, uh, convince other people to commit violence. Um, so in that respect, for me, religion as a set of ideas is valueless. Um, 
it's it's a thing that people hold as true, which isn't true. Um, and I, I find that to be in and of itself. That is enough for me to say that religion should, you know, is is valueless. Now, w- whether or not it should be removed from America, um, it should be removed in the sense that all bad ideas should be replaced by better ideas. And that's not done by legislation or force, but that's done, you know, through social engineering and saying, you know, hey, let's let's replace bad ideas with better ones. We got a message from Wolf Wing. And uh, Wolf Wing, I, we had gotten your message before, but... And I had answered it, but sometimes I even cut uh, the uh, – I wind up cutting the email portion too when I edit because sometimes the, uh, the email portion gets a little boring. And I got a little too technical when I answered your, podca- your podcast question. So a couple of people sent in podcast questions. I'm going to try to answer them super fast. Uh, the first question was, uh, do you guys don't record in the same space? This person was confused that we didn't record in the same space. And no, we don't record in the same space very often. In fact – uh, right now in this whole show, we were 40 miles apart. Uh, the distance between Tom and I is 40 miles or sometimes up to two hours in a car because it's Chicago road. So it's very difficult to be in the same place. So what we do is record on Skype. Tom records his end. I record my end. And then Tom sends me the file. And then I edit them. And what I do is I actually take out because there's like a millisecond delay in Skype. I wind up cutting those portions out so that uh, so that you don't notice there's a delay, but there is a delay. So um, so when you hear us, it sounds like we're just sort of rambling and talking, but I wind up cutting out all of the parts of the, uh, of the show where we're either looking for something on the internet or Tom's farting or whatever. And we're, tr- I try to make sure that everything sort of cohesively goes together. And then your question is, Wolf wanted to know if there was any tips to starting a new podcast, particularly one that, uh, that wants to follow in the footsteps of zero effort, zero research and finding someone to do all the work. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I would suggest cultivating one of your friends, maybe paying for them to go to a class on audio editing, get them exciting about, get them, getting them very excited about it, and then suggesting the podcast idea to them so that they could then feasibly do it. That would be my suggestion. And it, it helps if their job, their actual job, involves audio editing and podcasting. I yeah. can I can speak to this as the one who does none of the work. Um, that's really useful. <laughs> it turns out that's helpful. We got a ton of messages, and actually, I want to play a voicemail right now um, about the military prayer, Tom. We talked about the military prayer uh, last time. Someone had said that uh, they didn't know what to do when the people at the that were talking about the prayer took their hats off, and they started to not take their hat off, and there was a little blowback, and they weren't sure what to do. We got tons of people who sent in messages, uh, and most of the messages we got said, don't. You don't have to stand for that. There's plenty of places where you can actually you can report those people. You're not supposed to they're not supposed to force you to do prayer. One person said that they actually say uh secu- sec- separation of church and state motherfucker or they say fuck your imaginary god and they walk away while they're doing it. But I want to play this voicemail cuz this was the only dissenting opinion we got uh and and this is a voicemail we got. Hey Jason Tom, this is Mike. I was just listening to the recent episode where uh one of the military service members was talking about bowing his head during prayer prior to mission. Um as a fellow veteran and uh Marine, I I just want to say something that the people going out on that mission with you arguably are willing to put themselves in front of very dangerous situations to protect you. And so using the, the comparison to being inside someone's house, 
and respecting their traditions, I feel that in my experience, I simply bow my head during those prayers because that simple tone of respect is almost implicit to the unit cohesion necessary to put yourselves in danger for one another and that that should come firsthand over your personal uh, beliefs or ideals as you're there for one another to live through it. And if that's what gives those guys the sense of security to go out and do it, then go ahead and bow your head and play the part, but just don't have to uh, agree with it or, you know, do the cross sign or what you were saying. So that's my piece from uh, a two-war Marine veteran, and at least my opinion, not saying that that has to be the way it is, but that's what I think. So you can hear that that voicemail, specifically, they they said, yeah, if you're going to go out and you're going to wind up, uh, you know, maybe possibly laying down your life or they're laying down their life for you, is it that big a deal that you're you're just bowing your head before you go out respectively? Yeah, I think that's a great point, and I think it was uh, very uh, cogently uh, expressed. So, um, you know, it's not it's not a situation I've ever been in. I've never, you know, it's it's a world. I'm always reluctant to speak about, yeah, you know, what what it would be like or what people should do in the military. I feel like that's a culture unto itself that I I don't feel entitled to speak to. So I'm grateful that we had the uh, diversity of opinion. We get a message about fortune telling laws from Chad. <laughs> I think <laughs> read this. Is this is section uh, six, 365 of the Canadian Criminal Code. Uh, it says everyone who fraudulently a pretends to exercise or to use any kind of witchcraft, sorcery, enchantment, or conjuration is it at all pretend? Yeah. Uh, how would you fraudulently pretend? To exercise it. I don't know. I don't understand how that was. I guess like fraudulently in the sense that you're committing an act of fraud, but you're pretending. I don't understand. I feel like that's I feel like those words aren't doing the right things <laughs> it together. Sense. It's awesome. It's it's pretty great. It's it's hilarious. And I love that it the other one is um pretends from his skill or knowledge of an occult or crafty science uh to discover or where or it, who cares. Crafty science made I me love laugh. That too. It's a crafty science. It's a crafty science. Yeah. One of those crafty ones. We got a message from Galen. We totally missed this last time. He says, you guys totally messed up on the reason why conservatives are so riled up about, riled up about Charlie Charlie. He says, it's a Mexican demon, <laughs> and he's here stealing American demon, demon jobs. jobs. <laughs> that was great. They're That's gonna have awesome. To, you know, I wonder, like, how do you detain a Mexican demon? <laughs> do, you, do, do you have to deport a Mexican demon? How does this work? This it's, is awesome. It's great. Oh, it's so funny. And I wanted to mention, too, that I actually read a Snopes article that uh, about that Charlie Charlie thing, and it looks like we were wrong. It wasn't created by a marketing, or at least that's what Snopes doesn't think it was created by a marketing person instead it seems that the marketing people picked it up because it just so happened that their demon in their movie was named charlie (laughs) and so like jackpot and they just ran with a already viral sort of thing it's a convenient confluence of timing exactly (laughs) it's almost like it's demonic (laughs) Uh, oh we we got a message from uh lum or loom i'm not sure how you pronounce it and we just want to say thank you loom you're a yeah, I think our first Malaysian listener. So awesome. Yeah, uh, that's amazing. He emailed us. He, she, I don't even know. 
Uh, email is from Kuala Lumpur in uh, the capital city of Malaysia. That sounds delicious. Is I, that like a curry? I had one of those earlier, and it was outstanding. It's so like you've a got frozen, a delicious country. It's like, That's all it's I'm like saying. It's like shaved ice with curry paste. It was <laughs> oh, delicious. <God. laughs> oh, man. With a lime rind on oh, top. Stop saying things. <laughs> we got a great message from Wiki. <laughs> and the message is titled, My Dad. And here's the message. My dad mows his lawn on Tuesday afternoons. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Wiki. That's great. That's awesome. All right. We're so happy. That's cool. He does that. It's really good. I mean, you got to get hats off to a guy who does it weekly. Yeah. Because I used to own a house and fuck doing it weekly. That's all I'm saying. Man, the people around here mow their lawn like three, four times a week. Jesus Christ. How do you have that much time on I, your hands? I used to, it used to be the best I could do is every third week. Dude, I, <laughs> every third week? <laughs> It's it used like, to be a jungle. It's a fucking savanna back there. I used to have it's to like, have one of those one of those like crazy, t- like, what do they call those things? Those fucking uh, Mr. Hungry, fucking, <laughs> whatever those things are that, like, eat trees or whatever. Basically, like a DR Field and DR Brush Field and Brush Mower. That's it. Mr. Hungry, I think, is you're what like, it's called. You're back there. There's a fucking cheetah stalking a gazelle in the yeah. fucking... You have no idea. <laughs> Well, that wraps it up for this week. Um, let's see. I don't think anything important is going to be happening. We are going to have a second show next week, so that will be our fifth and sixth shows of June will be happening next week. So we're going to leave you, like we always do, with The Skeptic's Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno-Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, water, downward spiral, brain dead pan, sales pitch, late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, cancer cures, detox, reflex, foot massage, death and towers, tarot cars, psychic healing, crystal balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, aliens, churches, mosques and synagogues, temples, dragons, giant worms, Atlantis, dolphins, truthers, birthers, witches, wizards, vaccine nuts, shaman healers, evangelists, conspiracy, doublespeak, stigmata, nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and views expressed in this show are that of the hosts only. Our poorly formed and expressed notions do not represent those of our wives, employers, friends, families, or of the local dairy council. 